You're listening to Around Comics, episode 225, brought to you by InStockTrades.com, Afro Samurai, and Netflix. From Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you are in the area, please drop by. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here. Get you introduced to this week's panel. Uh, First of all, as always, Mr. Tom Caters. Hi, what's going on? I was just reading an article. I know about us. About yeah, it's, well, about us. it's a little meta. It's about mostly about uh, how great Chicago is. Greatest city in the universe. We're just a touch, a touch of us <laughs> inserting ourselves in. <laughs> like uh, Sal is just focused. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this episode, Brian Salazar will be reading. <laughs> I was the... fascinated by my own words and print. <laughs> my voice and print. I've never seen it before. <laughs> Sal, how you doing? I'm good. He's got a mouthful I'm of pizza. pizza. Uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Brown bought uh, or brought pizza by, and you'll hear uh, from Jeffrey next week. But this week, we have another one of our returning guests. He is the author of the comic book podcast companion, uh, soon to be released from Tomorrow's Publishing. He's also been a contributing writer at Tomorrow's Publishing. He is Mr. Eric Houston. Howdy. Hello. Hi. How you doing? All right, you. All right. Good, cool. dri- good drive down from the Twin Cities today? It was all right. I noticed did you, you drove here from... Yeah, I did. For, the, um, for, this? for this? For this. No. Well, I don't have a lot of um, friends. <laughs> so the podcasting book was so, sort of... Uh, basically, I can only get people to talk to me if I write a book about them. Oh. oh. So, and here you are. What, so here I am. <laughs> succeeded. You've succeeded, my friend. Which we will, we will be talking with you about the uh, comic book podcast companion a little bit later in the show. But That'd be I, nice. I think we've got a lot of comic books that we want to talk about that have come out in the last week or two. Um, but uh, first, I want to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. And InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials. Jesus Christ. You're like art eating pizza. I'm, like not, I'm really not in any mindset to do a podcast. You're like barely here. I know. I know. Showcases, archives, absolute <laughs> editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over fifty dollars do in fact ship for free. I'll get it together. And uh, uh, Tom has uh, handpicked our next, handcrafted, uh, handcrafted oh, our next uh, book club selection, which is the Adventures of Luther Arkwright. And it is available at In Stock Trades for a fantastic 35% off the cover price. It can be yours for the low, low price of $12.32. You can have it in your hands. That's a steal. And reading it. Yeah. Well, like I tell you, I'm, I'm actually going to take a vacation here at the end of the month, and I'm planning yeah. on taking it with me because I, I got into like the first 10, 15 pages of it, and, it, and you're it, like, oh, you it's realized. black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, it's kind of like uh, reading a fever dream to start with, so it's going to take some. Woo-hoo. It only yeah. gets uh, fever or dreamer. Have you been reading it while high? 
Yes. I yes, forgot sir. to mention that. You have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. And you can buy Tom's brand of crack, Kirby <laughs> Crackle. Ether. You gotta, it's got it's to be ether. It's the only way. Cater, Otherwise, caters ether. Otherwise, this book makes no sense yeah. unless you're high There's on no ether point. the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's something you don't see every day. Jeffrey Brown walking into a comic shop with a, uh, a Diet Coke and a giant roll of uh, paper towel. That's, uh, <laughs> they only had the eight roll of, uh, of uh, paper towels at Walgreens, I guess. Uh, last, uh, last order of business here before yeah. we jump into some comics talk. Uh, the musical spotlight for today was actually uh, suggested by uh, color uh, artist extraordinaire color. Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, and uh, and it was an easy one to uh, easy request to fit in because it's one of uh, Sal's favorite bands. Yeah. Today's uh, music musical spotlight is on the Black Keys. Yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah. I thought it was going to be hard. <laughs> I do like hard. Yeah. I do like hard. Yeah. No so question. next week, man. Yeah. So there you go. Barracuda. <laughs> just barracuda. <laughs> just, just have barracuda yeah. playing magic quietly man, in the background. Yeah. Magic man. You can't. You can't yeah. play yeah, barracuda quiet. You gotta. You gotta crank it. We'll play us quiet in the background while just well, Barracuda an blurs. hour of Barracuda nonstop. It'll be the Loops. most downloaded around comics ever. I, I had a friend who lived by this like uh, fake lake, you know, one of those lakes they just build so they can build like McMansions around it. Right, right. And we were, he was having a party at his house, and we were staying there. And across the lake, someone had this giant bonfire, like the type that you would have if you were sacrificing someone, <laughs> say, like be. a crazy huge one. And right. they were listening to Heart. Nonstop. Nice. Like I must have heard Barracuda. This is from across the lake. I must have heard Barracuda like seven times that night. That's a magic I wanted man. to hear it in eighth. <laughs> yeah, you don't I couldn't get, get that. That's the good thing about not. it. How's it gonna end? But the Black Keys are, are one of my favorite uh, new bands only because they sound like an old band. Yep. And I'm an old man. Yep. That listens yeah. to old, grungy, old, gr- grungy, old dirty music. blues. Yeah, baby. And it's like two dudes. It's just like two guys. One guy with a huge beard and. Yeah. And it's the drummer. Well, nice. well, the drummer's got robot legs. So yeah, that's why, yeah, yeah. Steampunk legs. They're awesome. I love, I love the Black Keys. Cool. Well, uh, it was uh, it was a huge week for comics. It was a big one. Many, many, many uh, good hey, things came out. They need to figure out how to. They need space to space out. out this shit. We so, don't need that many comics in uh, you know in a, in a week. Listen, I only buy the good shit. So they need to figure <laughs> out how to space out the good shit. So or that... or figure out a way to let you know what's going to be bad. So yeah, that you don't buy so it. It's a new, it's a, it's a new marketing twist. Uh, don't buy this; it sucks. Yeah, this buy is the one. bad shit. Well, this usually I know shit. which it is because it's got a big X on it. Oh, oh. oh. damn! <laughs> well, I liked X Factor. I liked the last issue X Factor. I'm just, well, I'm, I'm just kidding. I know. It's Tom. It's what it's what you it's do. It's what I do. You're gonna make All this right. Claremont well, cry. I tell you what, Tom um, cries every night. Um, do we? Uh, do <laughs> we want to ever stop? Um, does does everybody does everybody have at least one book that they want to talk about? Yeah, sure, sure well, absolutely. Chris, Chris Claremont goes into every meeting and says, "Can we relaunch Exiles? <laughs> <laughs> again, we do it again. This time gotta, with Blink. I got yeah. I got a real solid idea this time. No, really, it'll it'll Jean work. Gray destroy threatens the whole world. <laughs> he did that thirty years ago. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you did it 20 years ago. Shit. And 10 years ago. Damn it. Damn it's it. about time. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's bring back an oldie but a goodie. It is time for Top of the Stack. Top. Top. Of the top Stack. Of the Stack. Of the Stack. Of the stack. That's right. It's time for Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Panel. And we can, can I um, start the same joke? 
since I wasn't recording oh, and the talk Chris about Claremont. No, no, you were, you were. <laughs> we got that. We got all. We got the Chris Claremont. I believe we got all the Chris. Yeah, because that was gold. Yeah. No, I, I think it was uh, later on. We'll we'll have uh, Sal do future stacks. Future stacks. Future stacks. <laughs> we'll right. tell you what to buy. Yeah, it was funnier Ooh. the first time. But uh, join the around comics army. Uh, Tom, uh, stick, <laughs> sticking with uh, sticking with tradition. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Jesus, go ahead. The Tom. Microphone. Uh, my uh, my top of the stack for this week. Uh, the thing I enjoyed the most would probably be the Immortal Iron Fist Ooh. number twenty three by uh, Dwayne Swarzynski. Swarzynski, Dwayne S. As I'll refer to him. For you can follow him on Twitter. I do follow him on Twitter. It's very entertaining. It's a gr- Twitter's a great way to <laughs> cyberstalk. Uh, he's he's so. a much better comic writer than he is a Twitterer, though. Yeah, well, are... 140. It takes a long time to learn the craft of twittering. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's probably uh, going to be classes. Yeah, I, I, I was imagine. a blogger, and twittering is just uh, you using you know totally different muscles. Yeah, it's it's it. Eric and I are working on a book about Twitter. Dummy's guide mm-hmm. for Twitter. 140 characters at a time. The All comic right, so... book Twitter companion <laughs> 500... will be out from two months. <laughs> yeah. How do you read? How do I read a Twitter if I find one? <laughs> All right, so, so Iron Fist number 23, and, uh, and I'm going to agree with you. Uh, it, oh, was it was fantastic. It was, it was good. Uh, I thought the, tra- the travel form and art, which I haven't been that hot on for the previous Better. issues, was probably the best it had been up to this point. I think possibly because it just seemed like the story let him kind of cut loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, his obvious strength is not in people standing around talking. Like his obvious strength is in writing uh, sort of, mind-blowing action scenes there need like, to be huge sumo wrestling yeah. men flying around arenas which is what we have well here. one of the great panels where he's fighting this creature that every time he hits it it grows larger so he just decides i'm going to just start punching it as fast as i can and the panel just completely forgets you know like the static motion of punching someone it's just a blur of arms and uh his feet and you just see all the little punches hitting the body and it's just growing huge and the the story is also fantastic as they've traveled to this mystical eighth city where they banished all the bad people and they're just fighting a bunch of weird creatures and it's uh, it's it's the strongest art issue so far of yeah, the travel form and stuff and i i i mistakenly uh kind of wrote this book off whenever fraction and Brubaker. i did too i haven't i need to get back on it but yeah but you didn't do it publicly like chris did. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i didn't say i give that book, book six sucks. issues and it's dead without but, uh, Brubaker. fraction it, it must suck it's been it's been every bit as good as when Brubaker and fraction were on it it's been and, better you think it's been better i think so i, I actually it enjoy it more so uh, so far with Straczynski's I mean not that I didn't like it before I really did yeah. but um, it moves faster yeah it moves faster and, and it's just more kinetic and, and uh, I'm more into the storyline like with the Fraction stuff it was really cool but with a lot of what Fraction you know a lot of stuff that he writes sometimes it's very sort of esoteric yeah. and it doesn't draw me into the characters and the storyline a lot um, where this, I'm more connected to Danny and 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 the storyline. Well, I also think they got into that thing of whatever uh, David Aja had to do to like keep the schedule art wise, where they had to keep having. If you could see what was yeah, going on, yeah. it's not distracting <laughs> well, at all. Yeah, not distracting. Chris is basically doing jumping jacks. Yeah, next I'm to us. trying to look at Sal. Trying to tell our, our lovely host to be a little bit quieter in the background. <laughs> You're the only one talking without a microphone. <laughs> Moving. I uh, go ahead, Tom. But 
they you know they'd had the other artists to do the flashback scenes and while that was cool sometimes i thought it was a little jammed into all the stories and yeah. kind of slowed down the main story and they still do it a little bit but it you have a stronger thread going. It doesn't take fourteen issues to get to right. You know the, uh, the yeah. end of the story. Now, so now you've you've read this, right? Yes. Okay, but but Eric is not. I'm so. not. Are they still following? So they're still with the immortal weapons yes. and yes. Uh, capital cities of heaven and all of that stuff. Well, right? no, they left that, and then uh, Davos the came back and said, "Hey, you have to go to the eighth city where something's going on, but it turns out to be a trap, and all the immortal weapons are being forced." Well, Enter Admiral Akbar. Yeah. It's a trap. Yeah, I mean, he's kept all those elements. Okay. He hasn't gone away from that, and he's using them, uh, you know, in a, a little di- different way. But they're all there. Okay. He has a dog sidekick now, though. <laughs> Does with it a talk? Jetpack, with, with a jetpack. Jet yeah. Does it talk? It's called Iron Paw. <laughs> yes, they, they brought in Luke Cage's nephew as uh, well. All right. um, Oliver from that. Oliver from Cage. The dog. It's uh, yeah. Almost but like the that, uh, the Morse code scene, which I will not spoil, but was uh, horrific and brilliant all at the same time. Yeah, it was cool. It was yeah. it was a great. It was a great issue. I was like, oh, this is. I could stand for this. I could stand for. I, I kind of thought uh, Travel Foreman was kind of stuck in between of trying to do what is obviously his looser, like less mm-hmm. structured style. And having to tell a story where it seemed like they really wanted him to tell it that way, and this is the first time it felt like he could just do crazy stuff like those panels where the arms are moving so fast it's just scratches. You would not have seen that in right. an Iron Fist story up to this point, especially when uh, Aja was doing it, and it was very – the action scenes were done very different. Yeah, very that, that um, sort of sober. Yeah. yeah. Kind of kind – of, I guaranteed people hate. There's people that probably were like, "You didn't even draw anything. It's just a bunch of squiggles on the page." <laughs> and, I, and I, I like uh, the Timothy Green uh, yeah, kind of awesome. parchment looking yeah. uh, flashbacks. I think are, are fantastic and definitely fits with the the feeling that's been set up in this. In and there, this there was book. a third artist on the book too, a, a ton, Tonsi. He did the first Sunday? three pages mm-hmm. with Davos. Well, I I tell you, um, is it okay if I if I go next? No, um, are we done talking about? Yeah. Uh, hey, what do you guys think? Should we let Chris? <laughs> uh, What's your pick? All right. I think it I think it fits in pretty well with what we talk about with Iron Fist because this week I felt like there was some Iron Fist that got mixed into my Ghost Rider. <laughs> you got Iron <laughs> Fist in my Ghost Rider. You got Ghost and Rider in my Iron Fist. J- just just from the standpoint that um, Jason Aaron and this was Jason Aaron and Tony Moore and I'll and I'll touch on that in a minute as to why I I bought this issue of Ghost Rider, which is not a book that I usually buy. But um, is this the first issue of Ghost Rider that you've purchased uh, of Jason's of, run? Yeah, yeah of good. the relaunch. I enjoyed the first artist mm-hmm. on it, and then the second artist lost me a little bit. And yeah, then who, I'm back for more. Who is who is Ghost Rider? In his, I mean, is it Danny Ketch? Is it Johnny Blaze? See, that's that, a perfect question. That's what is great about this issue because you kind of find out that it doesn't really matter. They uh, much like I, much like, well. No, hold on, I'll be for people turn off. There's also a off. dog sidekick in this. 
Um, no jetpack, though. No, no. What's What's great is that uh, is that Jason Aaron was kind of able to take um, all of the Ghost Rider continuity and at the same time throw it away mm-hmm. and kind of recapture it um, at the at the same time. Much like they, much like Brubaker and Fraction did with Iron Fist, he's developed very slyly has developed a uh, a legacy to Ghost Rider and explains it really kind of from biblical times on on to to actually beyond today in, into the future into the future and uh, yeah did a did a great job of in one issue um, giving you the entire Ghost Rider mythos what the Ghost Rider is why he's there and you know maybe what the role of that of that spirit of vengeance is going to be in the future so this is if you want to talk about jumping on points this is a great jumping on point that just really uh, kind of kind of sets the the story straight with with who Ghost Rider is, and what what was kind of uh, uh, really interesting about it is that it was an incredibly entertaining Ghost Rider issue, and Ghost Rider the Ghost Riders that we know Danny Ketch and, and Johnny Blaze weren't even really in it except yeah. for maybe what a, a flashback panel, and and were that they was, even in it at all? Uh, I, I think it, it showed them at like a graveyard or something, <clears> and that was that, I, was that was that was it. Which is the Ghost Rider Eric that you wanted? Uh I I, I want them both. Well, you you can have them both. That's All the right. thing. That's the night. It, it, it is whatever it, you. I want. don't. It's almost, I don't actually care. Uh, Jason Aaron <laughs> has been is. sort of slowly over the last few issues setting this kind of thing up, and it and really this issue is almost like a relaunch of the title and the character. Um, you know, with Tony Moore coming on as the. Whoa! Artist. What are you doing to that comic, the, dude? Did you just fold the cover back? <laughs> no, not all the way. Oh man! No, I was I was going. Oh, uh, you, oh God! Uh, <laughs> um, Sal, Sal, Sal saw me uh, drop a comic on the bathroom floor this week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Did you pick it back up? Yeah, he did. I had to. He had oh, to. My but anyway, um, <laughs> collectible. It was. Uh, <laughs> It's it's a very nice introductory issue if you haven't been reading Ghost Rider and and I think you know that's what he was trying to get people to do with maybe Tony coming on and doing this arc of getting people to pick it up like Chris that mm-hmm. is a Tony Moore fan not necessarily a Ghost Rider fan yeah. but you know wanted to Jason, check it out it's and, the only and Jason Aaron book that I don't buy it's oh, a it's a really. it's a it was a really good introduction to the character and the new sort of mythos of Ghost Rider that that Jason Aaron has developed which is uh, he's no longer you know the the damned soul. Uh, you know, f- fighting for vengeance for some reason, even though he's the damn soul. I don't, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, now he's actually like a, a, a warrior for God in mm-hmm. some ways. He, well, he describes it as, as God's black ops, is, you know, sort of. He got iron fisted. He did. Yeah. And, and they gave this legacy to the character and, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and they explain all this in the, in, in this issue that, mm-hmm. so it's, it, it's a, it's, a, it's a great recap page to pretty much everything that's been going on in the last couple arcs, and then it, it jumps right in and explains everything. And uh, should I give away my, my favorite panel sure. oh, of the book? Yeah. It's, there was a laugh-out-loud <laughs> funny panel. Yes. Is that if you wanted to see Smokey and the Bandit Ghost Rider, he's I, in which, here. Which I do. And there he is. You just sold that book, sir. <laughs> Smokey. And I had actually... Um, Where else are you going to see that? Uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, uh, Jason Aaron had had posted these through through Twitter, uh, a couple of the pages, and it was of the World War One kind of like enemy ace ghost rider uh, shooting uh, shooting uh, 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 German German biplanes out of the air. I, I'm getting more and more excited, oh, and I'm oh, not being think, ironic. And, and I, I, Wait, wasn't I emailed Jason, ace and I was... German? Huh? Uh, well, 
whatever the the Amer- an American fighter <laughs> pilot ghostwriter and uh, and I emailed Jason I said that that looks fantastic and he's like oh wait till you see Smokey and the Bandit ghostwriter and I thought he was bullshitting me and he wasn't so P.S. Um, stop writing me emails quit <laughs> <laughs> bothering me so yeah if, that's uh, awesome you, creepy stalker yeah t- Tony Moore oh, Tony Moore Indian ghostwriter yeah I there's mean, a whole host of yeah it's like every panel is a different I am buying this, this is there a ghostwriter ghostwriter. Uh, yes, there's the Western yeah, Ghost the Western Rider, and still only two ninety nine. Yes, yeah, from so Marvel Comics. Don't now. say anything. <clears throat> They're just gonna be like, we left some that two ninety nine. Whoops, still only two ninety nine. Really, really fun issue. Great jump, jumping on point. If you're a Tony Moore fan from Walking Dead, you even get some uh, some zombies in this one. Yeah, there there were zombies, there were, but different looking zombies. I thought mm-hmm. Tony's art overall Marvel was a zombie. little different looking. Yeah, yeah, there's some Marvel zombies by Tony. They they got to be different. You know? yeah. they and have as a certain uh, as, quoi. I've been uh, I've been given uh, the coloring at Marvel a little shit lately. It's been the I, I think Marvel uh, as a company <clears> that they've been listening. Is, yeah, they've appara- been, apparently because uh, uh, I do changed. need to give credit to Dave McCaig, who did a great job coloring this. I who thought. you twittered with today. Yeah, yeah, he is Dave McCabe. You just love Twitter. We're just well, like Twitter. I hate. I, so I don't. I don't love it already. as. Mu- I don't love it as much as Scotty Young. <laughs> I won't get into that. But um, well, that leads me into another. I thought fantastic uh, Marvel book. Whoa. This uh, didn't come out this week. It came out last week. Oh, um, that uh, is, I think, a great jumping on point yeah. if you've either not been reading the book or. Uh, haven't been reading it in a while or whatever, is uh, Daredevil uh, number 116, uh, which is the start of the Return of the Kingpin uh, arc. And it's not Lady Kingpin? <clears throat> no, it's not Lady Kingpin, but Lady Bullseye <laughs> is in it. But uh, it's uh, Ed Brubaker and new uh, artist David Aja, mm. who has not done... Uh, Formerly of Iron Fist. Form, See it all. Iron Fist. And I don't know if he's the, the ongoing artist, but I hope that he will be. As much as I like... Uh, um, Michael Lark's. I want to see Michael Lark do something else. Yeah, I. I yeah. Well, the, with this character, with Daredevil, um, you know, for me, I've been reading Daredevil since I was a kid, and there's always been some fantastic uh, artists on that book that have always conveyed to me a sense of of what it was like to be Daredevil in in their visual Catholic style. Guilt. No, the blind part, really, more than the Catholic guilt. The Catholic guilt is there. But but the blind part is hard to draw. Yeah, the the blind part is hard to draw, but I think it's... Catholic guilt, easy to draw. If you look Mm -hmm. back at some of the the Frank Miller stuff and and different artists that have worked, I think even... uh, um, What's his name with Bendis? Uh, Oh, Maliv. Maliv stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they sort of, through their visual style, they were able to convey a sense of... The fact that Daredevil sees the world in a different way than we do. This guy's blind, um, or not at all, or not at all. Well, but he does through his radar. He sees, you know, he sees the world in, in a unique way, and and I think uh, artists have been able to convey that in a, a certain way. And I think David Aja, while this story in particular is not really about Daredevil, it's much more about the Kingpin. There's there's one panel in particular that, or one page in particular that I just thought really harkened back to the best um, stylized stuff in Daredevil, and it was just a page of of sort of the kingpin's head and Spider-Man and Daredevil and this kind of thing. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but overall, I just think Aja's art style fits this book a lot better than maybe, maybe maybe not better, but my taste for it, uh, I like a lot more than Michael Lark's stuff. Michael Lark is uh, a really good artist, but once again, he's sort of one of those sober sober artists that his you know his action and stuff is not real dynamic. I liked him on, on <laughs> Gotham Central, which was 
a police procedural book. Yeah. I, I thought that his style fit the tone of that book uh, exceptionally well. But yeah, it's uh, and know, I, and Aja still can do that, mm-hmm. but he can also do um, you know sort of uh, a little bit more dynamic and exciting stuff, mm-hmm. uh, or at least he does. And this particular issue, like I said, is a great jumping on point for Daredevil. Um, it's basically uh, the story up to this point is the Daredevil or the Kingpin has has sort of banished himself from the U.S. Daredevil kind of kicked him out, sort of he left on his own, and he's been traveling around Europe, sort of mourning his wife's death and trying to figure out who he is. And and in this particular story, it's it's all about what he's been doing, uh, which is basically trying to reform. Like King Pin, Kingpin summer vacation, <clears throat> kind of, yeah, yeah. But it's a little darker than that, and and. Um, in it, he uh, he uh, you know is really beating himself up. He he believes that he caused the death of his wife, and uh, and he's mourning her, but at the same time, you know, sort of uh, um, blaming blaming himself for it, and uh, trying to figure out what he's going to do with the rest of his life, sort of thing. He he wants to um, leave a clean live a clean life from now on, in respect of of what happened with his wife. Um, and in that regards, he meets someone uh, in Europe, a woman, and they begin to have a relationship and she has children they and he's like, love. he's like the happy, yeah, they make love and, uh, <laughs> which is kind of, well, you know, I don't know. He's a powerful man, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, that's, but, that's, uh, it's all muscle time. Kind of weird. Bad visuals, bad visuals. Um, and, and throughout it, you start get you start feeling sympathy for a kingpin because he, he, um, you know, he just blames himself so much for what's going on and you see the writing on the wall of what's going to happen in this issue. Um, and what's going to bring him back to New York. Uh, which does happen at the end of it. You basically get the sense that he's coming back uh, and into Daredevil's life uh, specifically. So um, I just thought it was an absolutely fantastic issue. And for uh, once in a long time, it really felt like one of those classic moments in Daredevil where uh, where something really was going to change or something bad ha- is going to happen to Matt Murdock. Well, see, but that's the issue because it's always that. It's yeah. always like, you know, how much can we grind down Matt Murdock yeah. before he breaks? It's been that way since Miller did it. And everybody keeps kind of going back to that, but it, but at the same time, there hasn't really, it, it, there hasn't been, to me, it didn't feel like a, um, an important moment in any of that necessarily. Uh, while he's gone through a lot of things, there, there, there didn't seem to be any kind of like character defining. Uh, arcs that have yeah, happened. Just kind of kept, uh, defined, much, it, it kept defining the yeah, character. As much yeah. as I liked, uh, I really love Bendis' run on Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I think Brubaker's done a great job. I think, you know, this seems like he's been building all this up, kind of getting to it, getting through the, you know, Secret Invasion stuff and the House of M and all that, and, and keeping Daredevil out of that has led to sort of sort of homogenized stories a little bit. But this seems like, okay, you know, we're really going to see something happen. Kingpin's coming back. And and just not sure what will happen, how it's going to play out. So I absolutely, I, I yeah, just yeah, you were thought you were it was a, about I thought it was a fantastic issue. And if you have, you know, if you were a Bendis Daredevil reader and you've gone away, I would say go back Time and to come yeah, back, come come back to it. Come home, come home, come home. Was it, was this a decent jumping? You know, we're talking about jumping on. Uh, is this a, a decent one, or do you need to start with the jump Lady Bullseye it. stuff? Jump on it. Um, you could. You could probably start with the Lady Bullseye, but I don't think it's really necessary. I mean, you might, you're not going to be lost in this particular issue, other than at the end, you may not understand 
Why exactly. Daredevil has a dog. Why Daredevil has a dog with a rocket pack. <laughs> um, that's not going to make any goddamn sense at all. But No, I, I mean, you might be a little bit lost, but I don't really think, I mean, just go with it. I mean, I think you could just pick up this issue. It's a good standalone story on its own. Okay. The ending, may you may kind of be a little like, huh, what's going on? But I think in the next issue, you'll probably get enough information to know what's going on. And, and with Marvel's beautiful recap pages that they do, you'll certainly get enough information of what's been going on in Daredevil to, to go on with it. So, I mean, you could certainly go back to the last arc, but I don't think you necessarily have to, to, uh, to enjoy this story, you know, specifically. And, um, moving forward, I think you'll be fine if you just jump so on recap it. Recap pages are for cowards. They are cowards and weaklings <laughs> and and me. minded and me. minded and Chris. So the booze addled. <laughs> Jackson returns in the sequel to the best-selling anime of 2007, Afro Samurai Resurrection. Afro Samurai avenged his father and found a life of peace, but a beautiful and deadly woman is forcing him back into the game. Starring Samuel L. Jackson and Lucy Liu, with new beats from the RZA featuring two hours of extras. Get the Blu-ray and DVD on February 3rd. Afro Samurai Resurrection. One brother, one path, 1,000 deaths. Visit AfroSamurai.com for more details. Well, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Houston, Hi. Oh, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> you know him. I'm pointing at Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened in this? Daredevil's blind. <laughs> oh, when did that happen? <laughs> Where'd this dog come heard, from? I haven't <laughs> read this in years. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Houston, what yeah. do you got for us? What Marvel uh, book do you have? Oh. I do not it's, have it's Marvel. a Marvel yeah, book. It's Marvel week, really. Didn't you get what the happened? note? I have a book from Devil's Due Productions. What? Oh, okay. They're still publishing and, books? Apparently. I didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, Humanoids, it's the zombies that ate the world, number one. Ooh. It came out a few weeks ago. I uh, don't uh, get my comics weekly anymore. Oh, but anyway. I'm sorry. I am, me too. Oh, you're one of them. I know. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh my! But could be, so could be I worse. I honestly could be like me and be a trade waiter. So yeah. uh, yuck! What's up with that? You're ruining the industry. You Saving know. money. Ruining it. That's all right. I don't mind. <laughs> oh, fuck them. You hate. <laughs> it's not my industry. <laughs> they don't pay me. God damn it. Um. So anyway, so the zombies that ate the world. Uh, it's from Dare, uh, Devil's Due Productions and Humanoids. I think it's a reprint of stuff that had been in Metal Herlon. Or however yeah, you say that. The, is this the John Cassidy stuff? No, that's I Am Legion. I Am Legion. Oh, okay. Which was another human. I'm thinking I'm getting my humanoid stuff. This is Guy up. Davis stuff. Oh. Which uh, mm. I wasn't sure what to expect out of the book, and I bought it purely on Guy Davis's name because I've been reading the back issues of Sandman Mystery Theater and loving that. And so... Oh, check out... Read his BPRD stuff. I, I will. Mm, so good. But yeah. this, is, this is completely ah. different from either of those because this is kind of... It turns out sort of a comedy book. And it's also not like I was, this is the first issue it's of. It's just eight. not funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not this selling is... <laughs> me on this book, Eric. All right, here's the deal. So, <laughs> all right, give me the pitch. It's uh, they're zombies. All right, and they eat the world. All right, good. So sexy. So <laughs> who's in it? Who's... <laughs> but it's it's a comedy book. It's that it is very funny. There's lots of stuff in here like zombie whales. Um, there's a guy. Mm. There's a guy in here who's super rich, and he has. The, the point of the book is it's a world where zombies exist and the world hasn't ended. Like society still so seems to be 
functioning with zombies in the streets. Well, like crackheads. Kinda. What, what was yeah. the uh, the movie with the Carrie Ann Moss? Uh, 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 it was the what's the dog's Matrix. name? No, no, no. no. Um, it was. I want to say it's like Rover. Fido. 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 Yes. May I didn't see it, but maybe. But th- that's kind of the premise of that okay. movie is that it's after the zombie. It's kind of like the and... end of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead Two. Electric Boogaloo. Kind of. Yeah. No, Fido was yeah very much like that. It, it was oh. like, but it was like 1960s and zombies had attacked and everything. But then the world just kept moving on and they just kept them as right. pets. And this is kind of like that. This I think it's modern day. I think it's New York. Um, and it's zombies are just around. And the first the first story is about a family who just gets tired of having to keep their zombie grandpa around. So they <laughs> hire does? they hire this guy. To come and cremate him, which is apparently against the law, but I don't think the story really cares about that. And he shows up, and he's kind of this nerdy kid with acne, and he wears a handkerchief to hide his acne. And he comes in, and he... Like a mask? Like like a bandana, like the Lone Ranger. Okay, kind of like Vigilante. But yeah, like Vigilante. little shadow action. The shadow. Yeah. 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 And uh, he comes in uh, to cremate the zombie, but shenanigans ensue because the zombie doesn't want to go. <laughs> Can't blame him. I don't want to. Go. And then the next story uh, involves the same character, the the sort of zombie wrangler character and his sister. They get a job from a rich guy whose deal is is he hires people to go dig up celebrities so he can uh, uh, canoodle. Oh, that was out of um, uh, oh, there was a. It's, that's the there was the zombie story is old. The second oldest zombie story is fucking <laughs> fucking zombies. <laughs> That got invented it's about the old, five it's seconds. It's the second oldest, oldest profession. It's the second, it's the second oldest zombie story besides just zombies. It's like, fucking zombies. Fucking you zombies. Know the first, you know the first time Dig someone up. did a zombie story, someone's like, Marilyn oh, Monroe? Right. Uh, it's like, I'm going to do some slash fiction in this. So. <laughs> no, wasn't that one of the characters? Triple X. Uh, one of the characters, the, the porn guy, he wanted mm-hmm. to go dig up a bunch of Oh like yeah, celebrities yeah, yeah. And, and make <laughs> apparently this is something films. that a lot of so people a lot of people think about is digging up. Well, I, I know it was like a dream printed on the page for me. <laughs> it's a fucking corpse. Can I see it? Um, yeah, please. Is it an anthology yeah. piece? You know, or it's is it... it's I, it's not. I feel like it's it's. I feel like if they continue like this, it's going to be like two stories an issue, and the stories are interconnected in that they involve a lot of the same characters, but they're sort of one-and-done stories in and of themselves that may or may not be building to something larger. That I don't know. Well, if it's Guy Davis art, you, you got me Oh, there. yeah, it looks now, fantastic. Uh, does anybody here know the, the whole humanoids DDP relationship? Is this I have stuff, no idea. Did they just buy the yeah. rights to this stuff? or uh, no, I don't know. I it's to, magic. I, don't I tried, know. I tried no to idea. look it up uh, before I came here because I thought, I will be informed. Well, you're very journalistic, so I am, you would I'm do that. I'm very journalistic. We show I up. didn't find anything out. You just show up and talk about it. I, don't, I barely... I, you know, I didn't even read I Iron Fist. I don't want to. No, I saw you reading it. I wouldn't want to be really? like informed about my opinions. Nah. I just that's no fun. Being informed only this gets in the cool. way of your feelings. No, it's very it's very cool. I feel like I've done a bad job of selling it, but it's it's very funny. The art is fantastic. And it's one of eight. Um it's one of eight. And it's kind of it's nice because it's not like anything else I'm reading right now. I mean, there is a guy yeah. in a mask, but he's trying to snare a zombie with one of those sticks with the lasso at the end of it. My only concern is I'm reading like four other monthlies where people are fucking corpses. So. <laughs> you, you, you've met your quota. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's enough. Maybe, four maybe, enough. maybe you should stop reading one of those and read this one. Well, it's not. You I mean, should stop listen, reading Fantastic it's Four. Like, <laughs> it's not just. It's not just about having sex with a corpse. It's how you tell the story. It's the characterization. <laughs> <laughs> it's know. how you fuck. It's how you fuck a corpse. corpse. Yeah. It's not There's a lot. You, yeah. I mean, come on. 
Anybody could fuck a corpse. It's going to happen in every comic eventually. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many stories you can tell. Next month in action. <laughs> exactly. Superman's going to have sex with... Um, Who's dead? Su- uh, Earth 2 Superman. His uncle? Oh, oh weird. that's, that's weird slash fiction. Up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. I, would, I don't podcasts. judge you. <laughs> One of these weirdo podcast what, people. I, tell you, I, want to, uh, I want to leave enough time here to talk to Eric about the... Are we the, out of time uh, already? Uh, no, no, but we, oh. but we do have some emails that, oh, okay. that I'll write to... Uh, uh, can I give an uh, honorable mention to a... Well, no, nah, that's right. We can talk about it next. I'll talk about yeah, it next. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got, we got all, all next show, so you can come back next week and hear uh, yeah. more more opinions on comics. More. I've got an uh, opinion about something. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, something. Draw Norman Osborn. Just pick what oh. he's supposed to look like, somebody. <laughs> somebody. Uh, give me a style yeah, guide. Just, if you uh, read Iron Man, seeing... he's 20 years old, apparently. Oh God! Everybody I prefer has their own Tommy style. Lee Edwards rather to than the twenty-year-old year old Norman <laughs> yeah. Osborn. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, there there are a few different ways that you can contact the show, yes. and uh, uh, one of those is by email, and you can email us at info at aroundcomics.com. We're going to have some emails here in just a moment, but you can also leave us a voicemail yeah. uh, by uh, dialing one eight 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 nine seven seven, or oh, I'm sorry, one eight 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 nine nine seven. 5903 and Sal actually reminded me to put that in the show notes. Yeah, because I never have it in front so of me. So there you oh. go. Uh, call in and, and leave us a voicemail. We also accept telepathy. <laughs> Tom, Some of us do. Tom, yeah. generally the recipient. Uh, uh, quick note on the um, uh, on the emails. Uh, please put listener feedback on the subject line. Helps me keep them straight, even though actually Sal is keeping them all straight now. Uh, uh, real quick, you can also uh, join our forum oh, at. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. You can join our forum at aroundcomics.com and continue this conversation you there. can follow us on twitter oh yeah we twitter we, uh, you could you could I read blog. about the show in the comic book podcast companion you yes, could read about yes, Avail- available now in previews we blog <laughs> I, well i blog you guys i need help. to start blogging uh eric are you are you huh? on twitter no no, no, no but I know you can follow Tom and Sal and I and around comics. I'm on the internet enough. City. There you go. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Salazar, yeah. uh, what uh, what emails do we have this week? Well, the first one is from uh, Tyler, and he says, What's up, guys? I am noob to your podcast, and y'all are... What is that? Noob? Noob. What does that mean? Nubian. Nubian. He's Nubian. Oh, okay. Welcome. Uh, I am Nubian to your podcast, and y'all are fast becoming one of my podcasts to throw on when I am on Liberty. Uh, that'll make sense in a minute. Your comments are <laughs> hilarious, and your information and takes on comics are on point. I am a big fan of Alan Moore and Frank Miller, and I appreciate the insight that y'all have given on Batman, <laughs> among other subjects. I am in the United States Coast Guard, oh, okay. Liberty, Liberty, and find comics to be one of the easiest ways when I am underway to get a break. And I also find, uh, also am finding that your podcast is also fast becoming one of my favorite ways of plugging into my space in my head. Into the space in my head. Uh, just thought to make that I, the voices go away. To make it crazy, <laughs> yeah. Just thought I would say thanks. More power to y'all. That's three y'alls. Y'all. In a, where nice. are you from, Tyler? I'll sit down and he have some ne- lemonade. He, he is He's from not Memphis. from New York. Yeah. And to close on an inquisitive note, yes. what what do y'all think? That's four. four. Think of the comic Wanted and also the loosely inspired film adaptation of the comic Peace, Tyler. Uh, I think they are both good. Yeah, and wanted, both independent of each other. I probably enjoy the the movie more than I enjoyed the comic. The comic was good. At, it slowly got worse as it went on. Yeah, the ending was just kind of piss poor and, and yeah. sort of thrown in there. I thought it was kind of... 
Um, I thought everything he had to say was kind of at the front of the comic, and then the very end was just kind of a uh, an f you to people. Yeah, well, but I didn't not, know, not I in mean, a bad, mean spirited way, but you know, but in a kind of, happy, welcoming. It, it, way. I think the concept yeah. of the comic is fantastic. Oh, I yeah. thought initially, bad guys win. It was uh, really well done. Maybe it drew on Fight Club a little bit too much for me. There's a twist in it that is just to me made it like. And it involves his father. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh. yeah, yeah. It was like, you can't do that in the story. You can't tell us, you can't show an audience something and then say what you saw was all wrong. Was all, you know, yeah. like you can't get away with that, really. Yeah. You got to give some clues. So it, it was I a little. The movie I enjoyed, um, yeah, it, lo- okay. it loosely Fun. follows the comic. Um, Fun popcorn movie. Awesome Great action. action. Shoot that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the main character, the main actor, I can't think of his name. Not Eminem. Uh, no, it's not Eminem, but I, I can't think of the, the, Jam- the James McAvoy. James yep. McAvoy. I thought it was great in it. Um, the whole loom thing is a little odd. <laughs> that is odd. I don't know where that came <laughs> from exactly. I don't know why they decided on that yeah. sort of uh, interpretation. There's always those things that make me laugh. Is like, uh, you know, there was a meeting where they they were, we have to decide how they decide things. Well, we need to have a, a loom. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think it was Morgan like, does, Freeman. I think does anyone he threw care? That in there. Like, would anyone care if instead they just had a box if they just existed yeah if they just yeah where people walk up and you know i wish i had something i wish there was like a loom (laughs) a loom (laughs) we need something solid something fabric they're reaching for some some sort of like metaphor about like the threads Threads but it's just like also in a movie where you're constant gunfights maybe you (laughs) you don't need to necessarily be deep you don't (laughs) have to just I mean, and the, the action is awesome. Yeah. The, the special effects are phenomenal. It's funny. I mean, uh, I I really like the movie. I mean, I probably like the movie more than I like the comic. I'll, I'll watch the movie. Oh, beautiful! Ten times J.G. Jones artwork, though. No, like, yeah, it, it is good. But you, you can't miss. Once you read it, five. it's sort of you know. I'm not going to get anything else out of it. I did not read it. Well, I mean, it's not bad. It's not you know. No, no, it's it's good. It's fun. Really I, cool concept. That wasn't a, that was an equality assessment. I didn't read. Mm-hmm. Oh out. well, okay. You got time to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, next one is uh, from Carrie, uh, and he or she said, because um, I don't know if that's a yeah. guy. Or right. Yeah. Around comics, I wanted to thank. It's a he. Think so? Probably, yeah. I wanted to thank you. <laughs> it's a ninety percent chance. Yeah, a, I wanted to thank you and tell you a short story about my experience with the Hero Initiative. Oh, uh, I went to my first con yesterday, MegaCon, with my five-year-old son, and as soon as we got there, we went straight to the Hero Initiative booth. Somebody listens to me. Lucky for us, we did. They were giving away a ticket, and you could also buy extra tickets for a dollar each to enter a drawing to pay for a sketch done by, uh, done for you by George Perez, and another drawing for a sketch by Dan Jurgens. Uh, they were each only going to do 10 sketches that day, so out of 100 or so tickets of, uh, for George and 100 or so tickets for Dan, one of my tickets was drawn for each. I know there are some guys out there going, how much did that cost you? But for me, it was more than worth it. We know we now, we now have two great sketches at home from two artists at the top of the industry for decades. My son and I got to watch George Perez draw Superman for us to take home, and on top of that, I knew that the money was going to a great cause. So thank you, Chris, Sal, and Tom, and everybody else at Around Comics for not only supporting the Hero Initiative, but ta- talking about it every episode. You're keeping it in the top of my mind allowed my son and I to have an experience, memory, and souvenir that we will treasure forever. Thanks again, Carrie. Send us one of those sketches. Send us, <laughs> yeah, we'll take either one, Jurgens or... Yeah, whatever. 
for Perez. <laughs> awesome. But I think it that's. I, I, well, I hope the Jurgens one was of George Perez drawing Superman. <laughs> that would, that be, would awesome. be awesome. With very, the tiny very meta. Very... <laughs> no, that, that's great. And, and I've, I've said it multiple times whenever you go to a convention, make sure that the hero booth is the first one that you go to just to get their schedule because you get great sketches by top talent at the hero booth and those guys really throw themselves into it because they know that it's it's for a great cause. That Perez was there like the whole time. Well he's yeah, he, he's, he's a board yeah, member yeah. for Hero. So if 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 that's like Joel, all he does anymore is yeah. the hero stuff. Yeah. He doesn't even really do much he'll else. at uh, Wizard Chicago this year he'll be at the Ooh. at the hero booth and I'm volunteering there so I plan on. Uh, I plan on. You are. Me. You are a hero, Chris. You I, know that. Oh, thank you, sir. No, really. I mean, you've done. You've you've pushed well, hero I, more than than you know. Uh, than hero anybody. quotation. Marks. It's in quotes, but <laughs> it's small, hero small nonetheless. H. Small H. Small H. No, you've done a great job since we started the show of of, uh, of really pushing hero and hey, getting people to. Well, I mean, you know this. So. All you got to do is meet Joel Gene Colon one time, and you want mm. to do as much as you can for yeah, hero. Because he threatens you. Yes. He's yes. strong for uh, you know a guy that's yeah. eighty three. He asks you how many issues of his comics you own, and then he just he gets real close, <laughs> real close to you, and goes, "Give me some mother, mo- give me some money, motherfucker." <laughs> I will. Do you, how much you pleasure up. did do you I like do? Iron Man? Do you like Iron Man? Like Daredevil? You like Daredevil? Give me like, some fucking money. Like I'm gonna stab you in the chest right now. <laughs> I was in the army. It's happened. It happens. No. I was in the army. It's usually after he's drinking, but you know what are you yeah. gonna do? Wild, wild man that. And he laughs uh, and he kind of like pushes you away. It's more of a cackle. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. That's that's really yeah. Yeah. That's how he rolls. We got uh, we got one more here. Sure. This one's from Paul. I uh, said sup. Uh, so I'm back again. We should oh, make a grammar so, push. <laughs> so, yeah, y'alls and so. Uh, so after all this talk on your show recently about the Roberts, I went and ordered the trade from InStockTrades.com right after it came out at the end of February. Yes. Uh, February. Uh, it was good, but I think it's something that's much better collected in a trade over the single issues. The extra features were pimp shit in the back. Uh, and and uh, he said, "Also, I'm calling you out, Chris Neesman. Oh no, talking shit about Bendis and Marvel on Around Comics and Eleven O'clock Comics. A year ago, all you could talk about is how wonderful Bendis is, and now you're all doom and gloom over the Avengers and Marvel comics. The guy can't write something you want exactly the way you want it every time. Give oh. the guy a break. My question this week is for Tom Caters. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Bendis. Bendis broke my heart." <laughs> It's like he's like a spurned lover. Would you, would you like a moment to respond to his attack yeah. on uh, your uh, two-facedness, as he calls you out? Hey, no, well, listen, mm-hmm. and I'll defend Chris. You can change your mind about about things. Yeah, absolutely, because it's not like... Not uh, on a podcast, you It's can. not like Bendis' work from a year ago is the same as it is today. Yeah. And not not saying good or bad, I'm just saying it's not the same, so that you know leaves the yeah. door open for... He could start for, sucking. Changes, or he might already have, depending on the whole time. That's my thing with with Bendis is that I think he is a better writer than what I'm seeing him do at Marvel right now, and I just you're like a spurned lover. I am kind of a little bit like a spurned. (laughs) I I I think I think he's I think he's capable of doing more. I'd like to see a little bit. You want to see the best from Bendis? Yeah, yeah. You dial the first six digits of his number, and then you get to the seventh. You hang up. You know, it's like I'm the I'm a huge I'm a a huge I'm a huge baseball fan. Albert Albert Pujols is the best player in baseball. But if he if if he if he hits two thirty 
in a season, that's I know he You'll can still do better. Love him. You and, would still love him. Yeah, you Eddie. would never say a bad word about him. Fools well, would have to shit. kill a child for you <laughs> in to... front of you. It depends on what that, child yeah, that is. All Bendis has even... to do is write a bad story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, fucker. No, I, I'd like to. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Bendis uh, put a period on some of his stories. It seems like. He has trouble wrapping things up. So you're saying Bendis was the best writer in comics, and now it, he's hitting for, 230. For for me, for me, he was my favorite writer for a couple of years, and I just I, I I haven't really enjoyed much of what he's written in the last year or so. so. All right, and this he's is, either the best or the worst. There's no in between. There's no in between. Not on, not on this yeah. show. No. Not on this show. Yes, uh, very... Shades of gray for pussies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I make up your mind, you can't. Yeah. Make a decision? Come on. Fuck that. I, I, want, I want to see him do more creator-owned stuff. So, All right. Uh, my question, question the, the, he continues. What do you my, think of Albert Pools? My, <laughs> my question this week is for Tom Caters. Yep. Tom, you ruthless lumberjack you. I was wondering if you would be interested in a pancake-eating contest at the Windy City Comic Con this year. I think I could take you. A pancake? Yeah, you Keep, probably could take me. I'm not, yeah, you're not a big eater. No, I'm not a big eater. No. I don't even like pancakes that much. I like pancakes. Yeah, I don't I don't get pancakes at restaurants unless they're Swedish pancakes mm. because I always figure I can make my own pancakes. You want something special. You yeah, want like I want like yeah. a, I'll teach you how, skillet. I'll, te- I'll teach you how to make Swedish pancakes and you won't even have to order them. I, I have to I, come to your house? Maybe. <laughs> I love pancakes. Sounds like a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I love pancakes, but for as um, well fat of a guy that I am, mm-hmm. I really oh. can't like eat oh, you're that not much. Fat. Oh, thanks, Tom. You're just big bone. Yeah, man. Yeah. How well, many pancakes as, do you think you could eat right uh, now? Do, are we talking about like uh, silver dollar pancakes or full <laughs> flapjack? I'm gonna say like a flapjack, like a big flapjack, like a big flapjack. I could, pr- I could probably eat. Uh, in one sitting, if I really pushed yeah. myself, I'd say probably ten. I'd eat eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't like pancakes, no, there's no, there's but he's very no competitive. Way. But he's there's very no way I would get anywhere close I to could, ten. I, 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 I bet you I could do. I don't know. There, that's a lot of bread, but <laughs> I, like, I mean, I could sit down and eat three or four, no problem. Piece of cake. So yeah. if I really pushed myself, I'm thinking ten. I got involved in a, maybe wa- a, a watermelon eating contest. How many watermelons did you eat? I ate so much watermelon, I threw up watermelon. <laughs> That's not pretty. Which wasn't bad. It's like, it was mostly water. It was just Yeah, weird. it's just, yeah, once it's... It was unattractive. Was it vodka <laughs> you would, Watermelon? It was just, looked like a red lantern. It was just... It was just... What, it wasn't even really a contest. It was just a friend of... Uh, hey, want to eat this watermelon? There's a lot of watermelon. He's like, how much can you eat? <laughs> okay, so it was so a, we just sat it was just there a challenge. Oh, it was a God, personal was, uh, challenge. Yeah, there was no money in which mm. pride. But you were you, you the pride of eat, eating a lot of. You used to watch Malcolm in the Middle, right? Uh, no. Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you were so sure that I no, did. I, I used to watch. I, I, th- I think that would be your your type of show. But uh, there's a scene because I'm wearing this Malcolm in the Middle T-shirt. <laughs> it's because you got the Malcolm in the Middle stores. fan fiction. Well, there, yeah. there's what were the where the older brother is off at uh, military school, and uh, some guy challenges him to eat like a hundred peeps. And he's like, oh, I can, I can do that, and I know somebody that could do that, but I know a girl a that used to microwave I peeps. One. I don't even like mm. one, and eat them with a spoon. Oh, <laughs> she throw them in the Jesus. microwave and eat them with a spoon. Where is this girl now? Uh, she's in grad school somewhere. Good lord! <laughs> I still don't um, see, well, 12, so it looks like we have no one, no one to accept the pancake challenge. What could I eat a lot of? I don't know. I need a lot of shrimp. Little Caesar's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I could eat a lot I mean, of steak. Like I could eat. I I often have thought about going to one of those steak places that are like the ninety six ouncer because I can finish you know a twenty ounce steak like nothing. And I mean I I could, it's the last seventy six ounces that. Does he want to have you, a drinking contest? <laughs> oh, that's dangerous, Tom. That could be uh, dangerous could for die. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want someone to die trying to outdrink you. Uh, I don't I don't know pancake eating. Who's gonna make the pancakes? Like, where are we gonna get pancakes and all that? And are we having there? a pancake stand at the show? I guess. Yeah. We yeah. We we decided this year we're gonna have. We'll sell them for uh, hero. Mike Norton and John Centris are gonna be making pancake breakfast. So get there early at the show. It's a pancake. It's a pancake. Uh... <laughs> Mike makes some good. I knew you made good pancakes. We're having That's... a round comics pancake breakfast. I think that would actually be kind of cool to to do, but I don't know. Maybe next year we'll we'll do that. We could fill a garbage can with batter. <laughs> oh, awesome. you can swim in it. Yeah, and then I'll <laughs> jump into the batter, and then everyone, when everyone's done, they'll say, "By the way, Tom, Tom climbed into the batter before you ate all that." <laughs> These are Tom, naked. Tom. <laughs> we yeah. Meant, whenever we said they were Tom Cater pancakes, we meant it. We meant Tom dipped his balls in the pancake <laughs> batter. He teabagged the pancake batter. Uh, he shaved beforehand, so. Yeah. You know. This portion of Around Comics is brought to you by Netflix. Right now you can start a free two-week trial by going to www.netflix.com slash aroundcomics. At Netflix, you'll find over 100,000 titles to choose from, including classics and new releases, as well as TV series. Plans start from as low as $4.99 per month, and you can keep each movie as long as you want with no late fees, ever. Netflix has free shipping both ways, and you can expect your next selection to be delivered in about one business day. Now watch some movies and TV series over the internet for no extra charge. I use this service on my Xbox 360 and personal laptop and love it. So head over to www.netflix.com slash aroundcomics and get started with your free trial today. One more, well, just because we have a lot. And we, you know, okay. Let's okay. let's get one more in okay. here real quick. Um, uh, dear the Iran Comics guys, Wu Tang Clan. Well, here I was expecting <laughs> Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. Awesome song, by the that way. Is, or maybe Bachman Turner Overdrive, Taking Care Love of Business. BTO. Love BTO. And what did I hear? Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. People don't tell me that this means no more old guy radio. Oh, please don't tell me this doesn't mean any more uh, old guy radio on Around Comics. No. Every week I look forward to the predictably generic classic rock music <laughs> as a juxtaposition to the witty banner about comics. I hope that this doesn't mean that the show has gone all hippity-hoppity. But I have to admit that Wu-Tang Clan truly ain't nothing to fuck with. P.S. Tom Rules, Dave from New Orleans. Uh... Yeah, I don't think we'll hear any more Wu Tang. We certainly haven't yeah. gone all hippity hoppy. Next week it's house music, so <laughs> it's going to be house. Yeah, it's well, well I, I'll just I'll just tell you that uh, Sal and I had about uh, a, a thirty or forty five minute uh, love session talking what? about. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey! Oh, careful, <laughs> careful what you say on the show, dude. A I don't forty five minute love making session. <laughs> talking no, no. about Alice Cooper today. Oh yeah, yeah, I love yeah. Alice Cooper. See? I See? I uh, I recently. Uh, 
acquired. Was, was, well, I had, you know, yeah. Uh, all, like the all body 30. Of Alex <laughs> the body of Alice Cooper. He's alive. Um, well, he was. <laughs> oh, you mean you have Alice Cooper 1's body. That's not the original Alice Cooper. Um, <laughs> out there playing golf in Arizona. <laughs> uh, like his 30 album library. And I was just going, man, his, his early Man, shit how much was... did you pay for that? I did. Well, no, I owned most of it. $30. I already had like oh, all okay. of it. So uh, I was just digitizing it. And, oh, you know. Okay. Um, but I hadn't listened to it in a long time, so, so I yeah, the, definitely the, want an yeah, Alice there, Cooper there's, there's episode. There's going to be some Before Alice, Alice Cooper Because early stuff. stuff, not like the 80s kind of hairband shit, Welcome which is fine, but, stuff. you know, like Special Forces and Welcome to My Nightmare and Before, Billion Dollar Babies, my, Baby's my favorite album. Before we get to the podcasting book, I did have a Thin Lizzy story. There was Sweet. A bar I used to, <laughs> awesome. There was a bar I used to go to that had this DJ, but all he did was DJ with CDs, you know, but he right, still right. had the the um personal Presence. stature that he felt that he was like <laughs> Mr. Mix, like oh Sir man mix a lot. it's so hard for me to turn the volume down on this one cd <laughs> and turn the volume up on the next one and it i walked up to him and we go to this bar every friday and i walked up and like asked him if he could play um jailbreak by thin lizzy and he's like oh man nice i played some thin lizzy earlier <laughs> And I was like, like nine I, people in like, the I bar. Played, he's like, I played Cowboy by Thin Lizzy, and I was like, Well, it's not even jail. It's not even the same song. Maybe if you played the same song like half an hour ago, I could understand. But so for the rest of the night, you can't play any Thin Lizzy. Any, no more no, Thin this Lizzy. This is dude. ten o'clock. You have three hours left. What else do you have? If you're not going to play Jailbreak tonight, hey, I'm he, leaving. Hey, Listen, I'll hey, replace your fucking ass with a jukebox, Tom. motherfucker. Oh yeah, with his all his books of burnt CDs. Like, <laughs> if you uh, if you turn the volume down wrong, you know people get ups- People will stop drinking at this bar. You should have said, well, how about Whiskey in a Jar by Metallica? Uh, he, he probably he, wouldn't even have known any different. He probably wouldn't have had a CD of that. True. Yeah. Well. Oh well. That was my thin Lizzie story. Thin that was Lizzie. a good story. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Eric Houston. Hi. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming down and sitting in with us. Oh. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, sort of. You are you are the author of a new book from Tomorrow's Publishing uh, called the Comic Book Podcast Companion. That is correct. And you were actually here several months ago talking mm-hmm. to us. We had no idea that this was going to end up in print. With pictures of... No, really? I'm really? I, I think I mentioned it. <laughs> we didn't believe you. I mean, we thought you were just, just some, some wacko out of street. Minnesota. <laughs> but here sure you are, buddy. Okay, you're here in the book. I, I hold in my hand uh, Wazer print copies of what will be it's in the It's still not officially a book. Yeah, I'll just so it when you know, I see it. Uh, Thanks a lot, Sal. I'm just... Yeah. Well, well, for people that that do believe you that this will be uh, in uh, in paperback book form, you think form. he's a con man? <laughs> yeah, I think. Hey, he's, listen, guys, this is all the big confidence fee. Just... I need seventy five dollars from each of you it, to cover picture fees. It, it's it's a it's a con, it's a podcast Ponzi scheme. Yeah, um, it is available in uh, in previews right now. Yes, correct. And uh, for people out there that do such things, do you happen to have an order code? I I don't have an order code. It's in on page two hundred and ninety of previews. Okay. I could memorize three right numbers. Up, it's right up near the front of the book. Sorta. Of. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, in yeah. sad, it's in the sad section. It's, it's, <laughs> it's before the t-shirts. Okay. And uh, before the costumes. And it's in with the tomorrow stuff. I it's, in with, it's in with mm-hmm. the tomorrow stuff. I think it's one of two books uh, from tomorrow's in previews this month. You can also find it at Amazon.com. Tomorrow's.com has it for 15% off. And DCBS has it for 40% off. Oh, so oh 40%. Oh, 40% oh, off. Those slashing sons That of is less than $10. Yeah. Oh, hell, well, I'll have to order it. We actually, I think you should. 
We had I appreciate that. that. Copy that. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, to reiterate, uh, we talked about pre-orders as being mm-hmm. important. This is this is important to, to pre-order yeah. this book. So uh, if you are interested in reading a very in-depth interview with us and the folks from uh, iFanboy, several of the people, uh, other people that you interviewed here, uh, Steve from the Comfort Queers is here. Uh, right. John Suntress is walking around. Mike Norton is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time for a sequel. Yeah, son of the comic book podcast yeah, companion. I, I would love to do it. What's happened? What's changed? What's changed? The last Nothing. Time? Nothing. But that's that's kind of part of why uh, pre-orders are important for something like this is because tomorrow's traditionally has been about the history of comic books and sort of delving not more. Not the future of. Not the future stacks of comic books, <laughs> but uh, sort of delving more into the fan aspect of the of the hobby. Is, is something that they want to get into, that they're trying to get into now. And this book and Grail Page's new book about comic art collecting are the big parts of that. And if you, you know, if you want these books, pre-order them. And if you want to see more books like this, you know, let Tomorrow's know that there's a demand for it. Please pre-order the books. Let us let us know that you want more. Awesome. And um, uh, I had mentioned a few of the podcasts that, that are featured in this. Yeah. Uh, uh, iFanboy, Comic Geek Speak, Word Balloon, Crankcast, Comic Book Queers, QPaw. Uh, us, uh, uh, Collected Comics Library, of Collected course. Collected Comics Library, the Pipeline Podcast with mm-hmm. Al Udebleek. Um, did you say Comic Geek Speak? Yes. Okay. Did you say the Crankcast? Yes. All right. I fanboy? I think... <laughs> Did you say around comics? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, twice. All the good uh, ones are in. You, uh, right, right, right. You, you talked with. Uh, you talked oh. with. Uh, You're gonna get me in trouble now, buddy. <laughs> um, but but those are the ones that are that are prominently featured. Those are the ones with the in-depth interviews that you've kind of come to expect out of tomorrow's books. There's also an index in the back of the book with uh, more than 30 comic book podcasts that let you know where you can find them, what their web address is, what their RSS feed is. It's got a one paragraph description of the show that was written in most cases by the podcasters. Mm-hmm. So you can look through that, I hope, and get a sense of some other podcasts that you might like to listen to that you're not listening to. And, pi- and, pi- and pictures to put faces to names. And pictures to put faces to names. Well, uh, I, have no I didn't idea. know that was going to I have happen. no idea what you guys look like even now. You blindfold your guests, <laughs> which I don't think most people realize. You will find Wait out the beating. just how handsome. <laughs> is Gene Cohen? How handsome the podcast community is. <laughs> yes. How good looking and suave Stunning. we all are. You get, you get to see my bald there, spot. Is there a section about um, how to podcast? Is there, that... there, There is a how to podcast section that has a breakdown of all the equipment that each podcast in the book uses so you know exactly what you need to do your own podcast. Oh, God. Is there anything that warns <laughs> people, that, that discourages people no. from... No. No, I just want to know... I um, want everyone to do one. Yeah. Who, who do I have my lawyer contact when I uh, eventually find a misquote in the book? Uh, you will not Whom find I... a misquote oh. in this. I transcribed it myself. Uh. It was very faithful. Okay. There's a lengthy portion where you go on about how handsome I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, that. I we, remember. Uh, we actually have the interview that you did with us, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we we may still release that as an episode uh, after the after the book is released. We may uh, we may do some excerpts from it. I think some excerpts would be a great idea. Yeah. He's like, don't you dare release that. Don't you? Year. I will. <laughs> I've got a you book to sell, Chris. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a uh, a trimmed down version of the interview and uh, and direct people. So, what was it a fun experience? It was a fantastic together? experience. Um, like I, you know, I before I started putting this together, I just listened to these shows, uh, pretty much all of them regularly myself, and just wanted to know more about what was going on behind the scenes, what went into the making of these shows, why 
these shows started. And also, you know, like I said earlier, I don't have friends. <laughs> so this was a good way to... Now you have podcast friends. Now I have podcast friends. What was like this? Uh, so. Is that it? how everyone at Tomorrow's approaches their... Writing? I need to figure <laughs> out so. people that I like <laughs> I to become friends out, with, so I'll write a book. I figured out their publishing scheme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it uh, like talking to, uh, to Gene Colan and Matt Fraction? What Did he say anything about me? Uh no. Oh. He said go fuck. He, he said that guy owes me about fifty bucks. <laughs> that creepy son of a bitch. Uh that was fantastic. That was definitely one of the best parts of the project. Um part of what I wanted to do with the book was also talk to people who had been on podcasts and get a sense of what that what it was like from that side of the microphone and also what you know that had done for people's careers, if podcasts were making an impact on sales like at Marvel or uh Tim Seeley's also interviewed in the book, so smaller publisher like Devils Do. Uh, see what their opinions were on that. And then a guy like Gene Colan talked to him a little bit about how podcasts and the internet, what they're doing for his career now that he's basically working for himself, now that he's retired from monthly comics mm -hmm. and doing a lot of work with, you know, just doing fan commissions. And so talking to him about how that, how the internet as a whole has really turned things around for him and brought him a lot of work that he wouldn't have had otherwise. Nice. Anybody talk shit about us? Uh, yes. Give me their fucking names. Really? Uh, everyone. No, everyone. <laughs> they all did. Every every time I send an email, would you like to be in the book? Is around comics in the book? Please. They wouldn't dare. No, everybody. The the podcaster. It's a pretty as, friendly community. Right. As you guys know, it's an amazingly friendly community. Everybody was really positive about everybody else's shows. I was except, I was a little except, except for iFanboy. Ex well, Fuck them. Wow. wow. Uh, I wow. like iFanboy. <laughs> no, they know I'm joking. Mr. Train, are we trying to start some sort of feud for we ratings? Need, yeah, I we think, need to. I think Chris is trying to get me fired I, I said it years ago. I, I will box anyone else in the comic book podcasting Foxy world. Boxing. I will, yeah, it doesn't matter. Foxy boxing. You know, wrestling, jello wrestling. Uh, Windy City Comic Con. Pancake batter wrestling. Ooh. You know, and then I'll, uh... the loser has to eat the pancakes <laughs> <laughs> from that batter. Oh, that, you got it. That everyone, be... sales challenge everyone to a pancake batter wrestling contest. <laughs> I'll take you on. Windy I... City Comic Con. <laughs> so what's up? Um, what's what's wrap up on the on the podcast okay. companion? Yeah, uh, what does it retail for? Uh, it retails for I believe fifteen ninety five. Again, fifteen percent off at twomiles.com, Forty percent off at Discount comic book service, or, or order it from your LCS, or Amazon, or, or Amazon, or anywhere, that or Borders, or Barnes and Noble. Tom Just will drive one over to your house. Get battered it. in the batter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, I, I can say all joking aside, it really, it really was an honor to, to be a part of the book, and we really appreciate it. And Thank you, good. and there's I appreciate now, all of your help in, in helping me put it together too. There's now uh, evidence. Of our stupidity, that, uh, there's written in a book. It's, it's published. But it's published. So it's yeah. got to be true. It's got to be everything in it's true. And there's a, there's a picture of a Tom wearing an Iron Man mask drinking a beer. There's it's worth the fifteen bucks just for that. Oh yeah. There's a part that says forget that, but I'm pretty sure I said fuck that. You yeah. Know, um, yeah. Because I would never say forget. That. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers. Does it, does no, it have no, brackets around it? I understand. It's like oh, you fixed all my terrible grammar. I use I a lot of double negatives. You do. You say y'all a lot. Uh, y'all. Yeah. I like doing the podcast. Y'all. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Eric. Thank you, guys. And yeah, please, uh, please, if you're interested in the book, please do pre-order it. I think you'll enjoy it. What What is the uh, What is the street date for the book? The street date is May the twentieth. It drops, drops on May twentieth. Drops hot. May twentieth. It's unseasonably wet. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Outstanding. <laughs>
Well, I tell you what, my book uh, just dropped. I can't wait to read it. I want to see. I, I mean, not only us. Obviously. I want to read all the other interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and from an interest standpoint, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So if you like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to these shows and all the different podcasts. So what the hell? Yeah, yeah. go buy the damn thing. God and, damn it! Yeah, and I think it's we don't way. fucking charge you anything. The least you could do is buy this book. Yeah. Think of everything we've given you. Yeah, years of entertainment and laughs and crying and Sal, joy and Sal was thin love. when we started. <laughs> I was. It's because of this show. You know, it's funny. I was thinking, looking at these pictures in this book, it really shows um, my uh, my on-again, off-again coke addiction because I go from, you know, rather... Svelte to fat to a little lighter to fatter. I really, I really shouldn't have included the picture yeah. of you snorting cocaine. Well, the hooker was there, so right. What the hell? <laughs> we see all of Chris's hats. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> we see the crazy lady from Wizard World Chicago that, was, that, <laughs> that sat down at our table. We but yeah, know. there's a lot of pictures of every of all of the podcasters in here. There's also some original. Scotty art. looking at me strangely. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite pictures. I don't even know what the hell that was all about. But yeah. Like, that's a good picture. Yeah, it's kind of erotic. It's fun stuff. So after you uh, after you pre-order the comic book podcast companion, you can uh, give a little money to the Hero Initiative because we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into pain work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. Oh, there we go. You don't ring the bell for heroes. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. All right, continue. <laughs> uh, I'd like to uh, thank everyone for uh, uh, giving us an iTunes music review in the last few weeks. Had a lot of them. Yeah. We're getting close to 300. <sighs> Come on, folks. 13 That's a good, more. The That's magic a good movie. movie. There you go. There you, for We've had a lot of new people on the forum. Yes, we have. They don't uh, really post a lot, but they're registered. They're there. Lurking. They're lurking. registered, lurking. Uh, Come and post. Big Beefer King, Bama Seven Ninety Four, and Jay and Silent Bob uh, are three of our, our last iTunes music reviewers. So I'm thank surprised you for... Jay and Silent Bob was. It's not Jay and Silent Bob like two thousand uh, twenty. All right. <laughs> That that name wasn't taken. It was already. an interesting spelling. Oh, on it. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I right. do. You know, that reminds me of something I want to mention on the yeah. show uh, about um, our friends uh, Adam and Comfort Love. Uh huh. Mm. Um, they both post into the same username on the forum, and it always freaks me out because I don't know who the which fuck one is, is which one's yeah. posting. They so are guys, posting. you know, as they like left hand, right hand, right. Well, my my just type it Sam together. and I are going to start doing that when once we're married. Is that Tom and Sam? Whenever I'm going to change my username to Tom and Sam. <laughs> she doesn't care about comic books, but I feel pretty strongly that her opinion will be the same as mine <laughs> well, <you're> about <laughs> at the last issue of Action Comics. <laughs> yeah, if she were to read it, if it, she were it to would read more it, than likely we would see the, eye to eye on yeah. it. Yeah, and you never stop her. holding hands, so you'll need to type like that. Right, so yeah. Well, well, when we type now, I use my right and she uses her left, and it's. <laughs> It's well, beautiful. Sweet. It's beautiful. Speaking of, speaking of Adam Urban and Comfort, they are Windy City Comic Con alum, and they will be back again this year for the 2009 Windy City Comic Con. Remember to make your plans now to av- to Get attend that kind of convention. Battered in the batter. It's uh, t- taking place Dun. on September 19th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're adding over 30 new creators to our guest list this year, along with new retailers and an expanded programming schedule. Which we are coming up with our programming schedule. John Suntress and I will be wrestling in pancake batter that Mike uh, Norton will then make a beautiful pancake breakfast. I see that you guys invited Cameron Stewart via Twitter. Twitter, yes. Yes, (laughs) we did. I don't don't think he knew that 
that the, Chris you were the same people. Yeah, that, yeah. He um, assumed we were just speaking, two, speaking two other idiots. Uh, the programming schedule, uh, we've already uh, asked our good friend John Suntress, and he is going to be moderating all of the panels. Chairman of the board. Yep. He's yep. going to be, uh, yeah, taking care of all By the... By moderating, do you mean he's going to just sort of point at people in the audience and yell at them and just... When Hopefully. someone asks you a question... We're, we're actually, we're actually thinking, thinking about setting up a, a tonight... We're going to set up a tonight show uh, desk and couch. <laughs> dun, 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 what you're going to do dun. is you're going to have like a video uplink from another... Other room where people go to ask questions, so all the timing will be off. Like, <laughs> high tech, YouTube. So, so head on over to windycitycomiccon.com for more information, and uh, also remember uh, to uh, purchase your ticket ahead of time. Uh, free gift bags for the first 500 pre-registered oh, guests, and tickets Christ. are only. The get first 10 on those. get to pack those. the rest of the 490. <laughs> That's a hell of an yeah, idea. Yeah. All right, remember to check out Tom versus The Flash every week as he runs you through history of the DC Universe one comic I at a time. I have 162 iTunes reviews, and I am at 162. I won't do a 163 until I get 163 reviews. <laughs> so Ooh, I'm going to threaten people with that. Wow, no, I'm ultimatum, I'm kidding. Wow, that, it is kind of karmic that way. What was that? It, it is, is kind of It's weird. It's not I need to go write to a review. Yeah, write me a review so I can do another episode. I think I've written you a review, but I, I'll go see. I'll write you a review. I would write you a review, but I find it unethical since I don't listen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> hey, it's not for everyone. I'm just kidding. It's no, not it's, for everyone. It is a fantastic show. It's uh, Tom loves the Silver Age and does a better job than anyone of, of spotlighting classic Silver Age comics. You do a fantastic mm. job with it. Uh, um, it's the best Barry Allen podcast I listen to. It's the only yes. Barry Allen podcast. The, oh, don't say that. Some original start one. Oh. There's three. Gl- It'll Lantern still be podcasts the only. Now, I think there is another Flash podcast, but is it there? sucks. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't listen to that one either. <laughs> I listen. It's I don't like, really it's, know. It's completely. It's obviously it's completely different. Good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's called Tim versus um, if you, the Flash. If you're not uh, yeah. if you're not tired of hearing uh, me, you can uh, you can uh, check out more of my ramblings along with Vince B, David Price, and Wood uh, every Thursday or Friday whenever it comes out on Eleven O'clock Comics. And we've had we've had some uh, some fun episodes here of late. So you guys uh, need to stop talking about business. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's just. Did, did you hear me today? Oh, I was like, oh, I, oh I just I can't, I can't talk about this anymore. I love, I love listening to the show with the twenty minute digression into. Numbers. Numbers. Who cares? Yeah. It's always good whenever you get Vince talking about, you know, comics from from yesteryear. I would much rather the Loch Ness monster talk than than, the numbers talk. I mean, they're both sort of You know know, what, man? Saving comics? I got enough shit. Going on in my life, you know. I can't like, hit my own bullshit got, problems, let so alone many, comics. I got a wedding to plan. I got fucking tax returns piling up on my desk. You know what? It's not very. I just buy what I like, and if they can't make money on that, too goddamn fuck them. bad. <laughs> Go out of business. That's Sorry. democratic of you, Tom. Because you know what? It's, yeah, we're not here to bail out every goddamn company I that buy can't what make I like, a fucking and living. If you can't figure it out from there. <laughs> Go out of business, all right? There you go. So, but we do have a great time at eleven o'clock. And uh, actually, I think Sal may be sitting in for me while I'm on vacation. I was talking oh. to him about that. Oh wow! All right. Yeah. Guess what? Uh, hey, sure, whatever. <laughs> You're committed to being. On I did request to be on the because uh, you guys are coming up on your fiftieth. Oh yeah. So I did yeah. request. Uh, I sent a little Twitter. Note to, I did. It was actually a Twitter to, to Vince and. <laughs> 
I don't and know if so we're going to do a special for the 50th or the 52nd because it's a weekly show. So I think we may do a special year. one for the, for the year market. Uh, 52, 52, 52. I don't care. Whatever. Um, it was just and, a and way for me to get I'll, back on the show and uh, argue with Vince. Sure. And I was given a, I was giving shit to the iFanboy guys earlier, but but check out iFanboy. It's good stuff. Eh, they got enough listeners. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Eric, it was so so nice of you to drive down all the way from the Twin Cities. Oh, thanks for having me. And, and thanks, write, write thanks this, for this. Oh, write but, this wonderful book. We appreciate it. We won't take the blindfold off until you're out of the building. I understand. I understand. We'll sit you in your car. I fire up the brand. Because I will reveal your location. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the Batcave. You know? We joke yeah, about the Windy City Comic Con alum, but we brand them as they leave. Yo, yeah. Actually, uh, Eric was at last year's show. Yeah. Yeah. Show, show us your brand. All right, but uh, no, oh, that's no, the no, different no. one. Different, that's different, the different, yeah. different. Cheap. That was Tom's brand. That was uh, whoa, 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 whoa! You said you weren't going to talk they about don't, that. We call him Buffalo Bill for a reason. I mean, he. You want to help me move this couch in my van? <laughs> he likes to brand his humps. Was she a big girl? <laughs> I'd fuck me. Tom and Sal, thank you as always. And my pleasure, Mr. Mark Beatty, for hosting us here at and shutting uh, at up Dark Tower eventually. Comics and Collectibles. Yeah, we had a, God, it is full here. It man. is packed in here. Everybody's Let's in finish here. this episode. There's at and least move on like the next one. nine yes. other yes. podcasts in this building right now. There's, All right, there's if, enough if, to if do there, a book. If there was a bomb to go off in this building, the, podcast chi- in. the sh- Chicago yeah. podcast community, we'd would, be down to five hundred. <laughs> Everyone, have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend. We'll be back again next Monday with another full-length episode with uh, Jeffrey Brown. Uh, in the meantime. In between time. Thank you. Sorry. We'll I be was, everywhere I was thinking of something else. I don't and know. around comics. Uh, oh, this book's getting I don't have anything. It's erotic. <laughs> Did you include, like, a Grant Morrison-style mystery that all those like, clues show up into if you if you look at the first letter of every line, it spells out uh, Tom's home Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production copyright 2009. Ooh. And the show. Let's do the next one. God damn. Son of a bitch.